With the one and only Brooklyn's finest, Jeff Katzman. Woo! What up, hoes? Yeah. <laughs> Friend of the show. Yes. No, my favorite guys right here. Uh, Jeffrey fucking, Katz, the man. Uh, what's it called? So th- this is something I want to jump in right away about. Dude, so earlier I uh, I got Popeye's chicken, as one is wont to do. Um, Black lives matter. True. <laughs> <laughs> uh what's it called uh, I, uh but then i came home and i was eating it and um i was watching tv and uh there was a popeyes commercial on so you got more popeyes no no that's my point <laughs> the opposite of that i thought to myself you fucks like i already bought your fucking product you think you'd give me a fucking break now that i'm home yeah, but like, TV's not social media, is it? Right, I know, but that's what I was thinking, though. What if yeah. they figured out some way to, to work the algorithm that if you, they knew that you had purchased their fucking product that day, <laughs> that they would leave you the fuck alone? Yeah, that would... But they would never do that. They, like, from a, a guy who's worked in... Uh, yeah, I've worked in businesses that try to sell shit to people, and... People who have already bought stuff off you are the ones you really nail. That's in true. On. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, I also I already just defeated the fucking notion in my head anyway because I was like, oh, then all they would do was they would make everyone have would have the most annoying commercials, so that you would just buy the fucking product, so it would stop pestering you, and yelling at you or whatever the fuck. <laughs> on this tailored advertising, what's it called? Targeted advertising. Targeted advertising. Shit. Yeah. You guys got Popeyes in England? No. Well, I think there are. I think there might be a couple in London or some fucking Bohemian sinkhole like that. But there's 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 none within hundreds of miles of me. Uh, you think it has to do with not enough black people in England or something like that? Uh, we've got a few black people. Yeah, uh, but it's just that it's not. I think, the, the fried, I think, I think the fried chicken thing is an American black people thing anyway. Yeah, 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 KFC. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, everybody in England likes KFC. KFC is yeah. everywhere. But I, I just I think that yeah. Popeyes didn't make that move, you know, to go international. I think if they did, I, I don't know, I never tried it, but if, it, if they did and it's good, then it would do well, I'm sure. Oh, I think you guys would like it. I, I seen a thing where they compare the KFC with uh, um, America and then England. How we have all yeah. this fucking chicken and gravy, and you guys got you guys have tea in your KFCs. You guys have tea. Yeah, we have tea everywhere. I was gonna say, yeah, I think right. I have a, it's not exclusive <laughs> to KFC. Yeah, dude, it's fucking like, God. Imagine Pulp Fiction. <laughs> you you know, in England, in McDonald's, you can get a tea. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know in fucking Japan, we're not in no fucking China cup neither. It's a paper cup, and you can get milk. <laughs> That's fucking good. 
They call it Love Crunchwrap Supreme. They call it a cup O T. Fucking yeah! Do you know in fucking Japan, um, Japanese children often mistake um, fucking Colonel Sanders with Santa Claus. Really? Because it's like a cultural thing there that uh, that I I don't know. I guess in the seventies when uh, when KFC first like went over to Japan, they were like like they weren't buying it or whatever. So they were like, okay, we got to figure out some holiday to capitalize. So they associate a holiday with KFC and they picked Christmas and they would sell (laughs) dolls of fucking uh, Colonel Sanders dressed up as Santa Claus. And yeah, so it's like one of those weird things that like, like if you got someone over the, on a boat from Japan, they would see KFC and Mm. be like, oh yeah. Oh, what do you want? What is it? Christmas or something? Like, (laughs) With a white beard, you know, it kind of. I get the confusion. We all look alike to them, right? Right. But I, I was, I had a shameful part in the development of KFC in the in the UK. Really, do tell. Many like because back in the day when I was a youth, KFC really was absolutely delicious. It had like a hard, crunchy shell of batter on it whatever you call it Mm -hmm. and it was real spicy it was nice and uh, i was walking down the street in that awful bohemian pit of depravity known as london one day and a good looking girl like a marlboro girl looking girl uh, was in the street holding a clipboard and she said "Uh, do you like kfc and i says yeah it's all right she says, well, will you come into this this one and try some KFC for free? And I said, well, yeah. <laughs> so I tried. They gave me some of the old-fashioned kind and then this new kind that they were testing out and asked me whether I, you know, they were like focus grouping me. Did mm-hmm. I prefer the new kind or the old kind? Just before they they were just testing it. Sure. And like What year, what year full, approximately was this? Probably late nineties, sometime. Okay. And they, they, uh, like a fool, I said because you know when you try something for the first time, it's a bit like anal, isn't it? Like when you try it for the first time, you think, oh, this is great. <laughs> but uh, it's different. It's new. Yeah, it's different. It's new. It's great. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I prefer the new one. And I've regretted it for the rest of my life because they phased out the old crunchy one, and now we get this soggy shit, which. Oh yeah. On, on reflection, I don't like all that much. The skin slides off and shit. You guys have that yeah. too? The skin? Ah, oh, what the fuck? See, Popeyes doesn't have that. And you know what's Popeyes real is pretty good like that. Yeah, yeah, they're crispy. They're not wet and shit. I don't yeah. know. You know, it's like someone spit all over it or like like a chicken sweated or, or some shit, you know? That's exactly what KFC's like here sweaty now. Sweaty chicken, yeah. But it used to be nice and crunchy. It was, it was fucking great before. I think we had I that used problem... To get like, too. Big lumps of it on the, like you know, on the bony end of the drumstick. Yeah. The the stuff that was stuck to that was just exquisitely delicious because it was <laughs> like fried on real hard and you'd gnaw it off. It, Dude, yeah. at, at some point in in the, I believe the mid two thousands, the fucking here we had that same. I had that same association when I was younger of KFC being shitty and greasy like that, and yeah. then they fucking came out with the extra crunchy kind. Oh, yeah, so they went yeah. the opposite way in America. I believe, or possibly, but I know, actually, believe it or not, always found it to be too much. Too crunchy, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's fucking like, bread on the outside. Like, it's yeah, like there's like yeah. a, a bite of bread on the outside. It's too much. It's like you don't well, got any meat. Yeah, it's true. I think that, that might be uh, 
they might have gone the the soggy chicken for the Brits because of our teeth. <laughs> oh right, you guys. <laughs> they don't want to challenge you or anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you guys have had church's chicken? No. Nope. Yes. It's good. It's only in the hood, though. Yeah, yeah. Usually closer to the yeah. hood. Yeah, right. Yo, about um a few years ago, maybe four or five years ago, we were doing uh, uh shows in uh, this uh, Broadway comedy club in Uptown Manhattan, mm-hmm. and it's Church's Church's Chicken. On the way back, we'd always comics would go and eat afterwards too, and um. Yo, it was like a food court where you had all this shitty, all these different foods and Nathan's. And in the back was um, the section of Church's Chicken. And there was a cardboard cutout of a black family uh, <laughs> holding <laughs> holding the bucket of chicken. And they all had basketballs in their other hand. Awesome. <laughs> this was real. I should have took a picture of it. And, and basically, if you... Uh, uh, got a bucket, you get a free basketball. But I didn't get a bucket, but I bought the basketball. I have it somewhere. When I find it, I'll show you. But <laughs> I was like, I can't believe it. And then they took it down a week later. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if they also had a cardboard cutout of a white woman calling a cardboard policeman? <laughs> <laughs> that would, that would. <laughs> a cutout of a, there, one of them, one of them has I, actually, it's not a basketball, it's just a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, come on. We know what you like. Yeah, there's also yeah. um, what's it called? This uh, Kennedy fried chicken, which I think. Oh, that's the best. Yeah, yeah, that's Kennedy fried chicken, which I believe is um, is uh, they made it called that, so it would also be KFC. Yeah, because right, they figure right. the people going, you know, you know, they might get confused. And then there's Palace fried chicken too. I don't yes. know if we have that one. It's not as common. It used to be bigger back in, I guess, the late nineties, mid, like eighties too. Yeah, it was big, but now some of them exist. Yeah, it's real. You get a roach in your fries. It's Hell like yeah, real, dude! You know, it's extra protein. It's like you're fucking. It's like ordering chili fries or something. Yeah, 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 exactly. The uh, neighborhood that you, that, uh, well, I live in like kind of in between two, like I live just south of Boston, but I'm also like around this other uh, pretty hood city called Brockton. So usually that's where I'll go for that. But if I want to go to get like the fucking real hood food, there's there's a place in between. It's like the runoff of Boston. It's called Mattapan, and we always called it Murder Pan. <laughs> yeah, uh, you might have heard that that our our city's pretty notoriously segregated. <laughs> I heard some stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all into its own little uh, sections. But uh, what's it called? Um, anyway, yeah, do commercials. I Fucking, think that's what I got visited, out of this. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I saw a single black person when I was in Boston. Yeah, I don't. Well, no, you see them in the city. Well, at least where I work. Boston. When I think of Boston. And I think of those Boston guys, the, um, you know, the, Hey, hey dude, what the fuck you yeah. want? What the fuck? Yeah. 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 Those guys. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't think of black people. You don't really think of black. Well, they're guys. there. Uh, but like I said, Mattapan, Dorchester, fucking, yeah, there it's, it's like one of those things where like they're on the satellites and then the satellite towns and then mm-hmm. Boston proper is like not that big. Dorchester. Um, Dorchester, yeah. Dorchester yeah. dude. Um, I fucking there's a fucking good place to get a beer down at uh, on Dot Ave. <laughs> but like speaking of um, targeted ads, yeah, 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 I we was, were talking uh, commercials. That's what got us onto this. Yeah, yeah. So, target. I was I 
because I'd just left my job. Mm. Uh, and I wanted I, to ask I, you, you, you had a story about the last night there. Yeah, I was, I, I was, well, I, the last week, the week before my last week, I was talking to a guy who was a very charming, uh, he might be listening actually, a very charming, uh, good looking young man. Mm. It was kind of like, uh, shout Hopper. outs. Yeah, like it was, he's tall and handsome. And but I believe he's a happer. Uh, he he was, uh, but he passes himself off as Italian, <clears throat> and uh, he uh, he's like half Italian, half English or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he um, he was got into a conversation with me about microphones, and I told him, "Oh yeah, I've told him what kind of microphone I've got." And he says, "Oh, what you got a microphone for? Yeah, I've got a podcast." And uh, I said the name of the podcast, and then the next time I saw him, he says, "You won't believe this." He says, "I logged into Spotify, and your podcast was in the suggested fucking." Oh, oh shit! Show. How fucked is that? Yeah, well, you probably just said it next to his butt, which had his phone in it. Yeah, I was rimming him at the time. <laughs> <I> was going- <laughs> you rim more guys, so that you want to spread the fucking yeah, exactly. gas, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's crazy, though, isn't it? It is I mean, pretty fucking weird, yeah. Because our podcast is so new and so small, there's no way it would just randomly do that. And this guy doesn't listen to because he thought it was fucking... He liked it, but he thought it was absolutely fucking crazy. And it was not like this is a kind of dumb shit he listens to all the sure, time. Sure, sure, yeah. Anyway, shout out, Gino. You're awesome. Gino! Yeah. Um. Fucking, uh, yeah, so... What was another thing about? Yeah, another thing I've been noticing is commercials. They've been getting like a little bit more racy lately, and I don't mean like racy and like racial. I mean like, like um, fucking uh, married with children, when they go woo in the audience. <laughs> yeah, that was such a great show. It was a pretty good goddamn good show. <laughs> yeah. No, I I, I, just- I I totally believe that Married with Children was influenced by a 1970s British sitcom called George and Mildred. George and Mildred didn't have children. Mm. They were married without children. It was like a sexless marriage where she was a lascivious woman. And he well, was I mean, a, he is English, so he's Brit. gay latently. So, I mean, he was de- definitely yeah. not going to be fucking her. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. We're enough with the latently. <laughs> Anything with English, I, I I don't see too much fucking. When it's American, you see a lot of fucking and fisted and pussy juice. And, you know, like English is like I, I think of a dry cunt, you know, for some reason. I, I English, English pornography is even more cringe than German pornography. Because like, really? the Germans take it too far, you know, like eating shit and, you know, all that sort of stuff. What is it, German Goo Girls? You ever watch the Goo Girls? Which I remember that from LimeWire back in the day. <laughs> oh, it's still big. It's all over uh, Pornhub and everything. Yeah, yeah, cool. You hit the wrong thing, you're there, man, and then you can't stop watching it. You know? But the English porn is even worse because, like, the the, the chicks are like... Uh, uh, like meth just, heads, I mean, right? They all seem like meth heads. Yeah. Oh, what a lovely big willy you've got. <laughs> <laughs> Put in my oh, fanny. Oh, your willy feels so good in my fanny. <laughs> oh, love, love. Oh, oh. 
That's not how English people... English people don't even do sex that that sort of extravagantly like they do in English porn. Those girls are really fucking pushing the boat out to seem lascivious. What English sex, how it, how it happens is... You can, it kind of just happens without anybody saying anything, and then nobody speaks of it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, that was embarrassing. Well, like, the only time I've seen it is in old movies. It's either very polite and, like, in Victorian-era fashion, or it's, like, this big, fat uh, captain officer who's sloppy. <laughs> and yeah. like, ah, ah, when I'm finished, I you know, just, like, really... <laughs> Gross and <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Ivor the English, uh, Ivor the dirty old engine driver. Oh yeah, that's, that's... <laughs> no, we, we, yeah. We are a polite people and very reserved, and we, we don't like to. You like Canadians are polite, but they're kind of overly friendly and polite. Yeah, English it annoys are, me. English are polite, but our version of good manners is just don't look you in the eye or talk to you. Yeah. Right. Right. It's like a passive aggressiveness kind of thing. I was saying it's not that, aggressiveness. It's literally just passiveness. I was saying that it's it's kind of right. similar to the yeah. way that um, people in the northeast of America, like New Yorkers and Boston people, like when we're walking down the street, it's like you're just your eyes are forward. You don't you pretend everyone else in the street is, doesn't exist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just keep fucking moving. Fuck you. And if you get in the way, just go around them. A, a good example of the attitude, I've met my comedy hero in the flesh just randomly twice. My British comedy hero is a guy called Vic Reeves. So you're familiar with that, Scott, is it for his art. Vic Reeves, but I never Vic got Reeves. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. yeah, hang on. Let me just Google. I, I, I remember we talked about this and I knew his, uh, his paintings he, it, well, or whatever. He, like, changed the whole way I look at the world and he's... he's he kind of primed me to get into New York comedy. He's not, he, you know, he, he wouldn't be a New York guy. He's like more of an old, old comedy guy. Mm -hmm. But he was so out there. And well, they produced... I've before. I, I, yeah, he's very familiar. He's been in some movies and stuff, right? I think he's, he's an actor. Uh, I don't know. I don't, well, I, I don't... He might have been in some BBC TV stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Small, nothing big, but I've seen him before, yeah. sure. But, he, I mean, I, I don't... Even his shows now are absolutely shit. But the, like the yeah, in the back in the day, he he came out with a show called Big Night Out, and I it just changed my life. I absolutely loved it. Uh, which it was kind of a yeah when something's a bit of a we call it a send up in England, like a a bit of a almost a parody or something yeah, like that. Satire of something. But, yeah, kind of, but it kind of wasn't. You know, it was like a go but. We have the word stories. send up here, by the way. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was kind of it. It was kind of a send up of the old sort of vaudeville style, nineteen seventies TV version of vaudeville. But then, but on the other hand, it wasn't really a send up. It was its own. It was its own thing that was mm -hmm. better than the. Yeah, it was just nobody really knew whether they were taking the piss out of that style or whether they were taking the piss out of themselves or whether they were serious you know it was like it was fucking awesome just because you didn't really know what it was sure and, and uh anyway I'm, i met him at a, a cafe up in the yorkshire dales like you know the hills and he was returning a lantern that he'd hired to go and look around the caves in near this attraction and he was 
literally the oh, biggest. Oh, this guy. Oh. I looked up his art. Yes, uh, I remember that fucking that the picture of uh, he does the portraits of people. Yeah, he does yeah, Morrissey, yeah. Uh, mainly he, Morrissey and Elvis. Yeah, and I see, I see one here that I recognize of Michael Jackson. Yeah, he's very good at that. And because, like, his, his joints don't actually look like the person, but they give you the impression of the person 100%. You know exactly who it is. Uh, anyway, he's... Uh, I like everything about him. And, and I, I've met him. I would have been in my early 20s. He was. I was queuing up to pay for my dinner, and he was queuing up to give his torch back that he'd hired. And he was there with his... TV sidekick and both their girlfriends and I just didn't say anything to him because like that's how English I am I wouldn't say I don't ever say anything to people I recognize that are famous just because first of all on one hand I like same thing as you I wouldn't know what to say to him and and I'm sure a bunch of people go up to the person all the time I know what happens is people go to him and say oh you're Vic Reeves aren't you and I think well he probably knows he's Vic Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't even hear tell him. And then uh, about sometime in the early 2000s, I was on a London Underground train, and he got on the train and, and held onto the same fucking pole as me. Oh. And I didn't say anything to him then either. <laughs> I think that would have been annoying, actually. See you a second time. And be like, I'm the guy from the first time. I, I didn't, <laughs> remember when I didn't say anything to you? <laughs> I didn't mean last time and now. <laughs> um, I, had a, I had a similar thing like a, a, a year, no, like two years ago. I'm walking down um, in the city where I used to go. I used to go there for this little bit of odd work. And it's um, on 23rd Street. And fucking, I see this guy walking down the block. He looks familiar. I know I recognize him. And he's looking at me like he knows me. And it's like he's about to say hi to me. And then when I realized who he was, I got so scared, nervous, that I just fucking jetted. I didn't run, but I just kept walking. It was fucking Jim Norton. Oh. <laughs> and that was the second. The first he's time a pretty I saw unique him. looking guy. So, I mean, for what yeah. it's worth. I'm looking at him. I'm like, I know you, but you don't fucking know me. And yeah, it, but he, he was like about to. It's like he was looking at me smiling and he was like he's about to pick his hand up to say hi and I just turned the other way and I just kept going. Like, Were you clean shaven at the time? No, I look like this. Oh, I was going to say, because maybe if you had a clean face, he thought you might have been one of the tranny hookers or something. And figured... <laughs> maybe. Maybe my hair was out. I don't know. Maybe my hair was out or maybe I had to, I don't know. <laughs> but I think maybe, I think he likes being famous, doesn't he? If I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> I, I, I actually, yeah, I, I mean, there's a certain part I, of the boat. There's a, it's a double-sided coin, obviously. And the reason I wouldn't ever say anything, to, I mean, I might say something to a famous person I didn't like, just to annoy him. But like, I know if somebody recognizes me and starts talking to me, it's a massive imposition on my time. You know, oh, I, I know, I knew, used to know your dad or, you know, someone comes up and talks to you, you go, oh, I remember you, you used to work at so-and-so or whatever. You're like, oh, fucking, I've got to listen yeah, to this asshole. that's true. Imagine what that's like if you're on TV. It's every fucking day, all the that's time. That's true, yeah. Yeah, when I see them, I, I feel bad. I don't want to, even if yeah. I love them. Like one time, uh, fucking uh, in the city, I, I was late for a job. I didn't know which street to go. And the only guy in the street is Paul Giamatti. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? And I'm like, what is it? What is the like? How did this? And I'm like, listen, 
I, I didn't want to bother him, but I'm like thinking, fuck, I got to get to this place. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I said, excuse me, sir. You know which way is Fifth Ave? And I guess I couldn't find Fifth I, I don't know. My head was on. And he's and he just he just pointed. And I was like, thank you. And then I ran and I turned around. I was like, oh, fuck. It was so cool. You know? yeah. I bet that but, was uh, refreshing to him, though. Yeah, that it wasn't like me annoying him about, yes. oh, here, can I blow you? You know, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a Because everybody uh, wants to blow Paul Giamatti, by the way. That's every woman's <laughs> dream is getting their ra- their mouth around that shriveled, c- circumcised, fucking ginger-pubed <laughs> cock. <laughs> He's a sad man. He looks sad. So he you does. Wanna- blow him that's your first instinct you know to make him happy <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a guy in England uh, well he's dead now but there was a guy called Richard Whiteley another celebrity I met a few times uh, and he was like the most famous person on daytime TV let's say you know, it's, literally everybody knew who he was Regis Philbin yeah. of England yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, so everybody knew who he was, but nobody was in awe of him. Mm. That's not the royal pedophile guy, right? No, that's Jimmy Savile. Oh, Jimmy Savile. We just was... talked about him, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Savile was way more famous than Richard Whiteley, but Richard Whiteley was more. He was very well liked because even though he was a daytime TV guy, he was actually a decent journalist and pretty funny. And. Uh, he was very, very affable, likable kind of guy. So Regis Philbin. Yeah. So when... Galbad, I, I was, Galbad, Galbad! I can't believe it, Galbad! The win for, for the Regis! Was that horrible? I tried. That was my first time attempting Regis. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. <laughs> is he dead, Regis? Or is he still alive? He what just happened? died. Oh, yeah. He just died. Oh, he's just dead. He's F. old. R.I.P. to a real one, Regis Philbin, baby. Yeah. So I, <laughs> pour a little bit I, out, pour my, my 40 out. It must have been like 1990, and I was working in a in a garage, and uh, this guy rolled up to the uh, to draw fuel, mm. and uh, it, it was in a brand new car, which was a Saab, and he couldn't figure out how to get the fuel cap off it, so he came and knocked on the door to the workshop where I was, and asked, and like, he, at the time he was on a TV show called Countdown, which was the, kind of the height of his fame. And he right. was famous for wearing elaborate knitted sweaters, pullovers. And uh, he was wearing just such a pullover, which was like sky blue with a picture of a sheep and a house on it. And uh, he came, he, he like That's flung the door horribly open. ugly. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he flung the door open, looking every inch like Richard Whiteley, and uh, and said, oh, hello, and like raised his eyebrows at me as if to say, oh, you know I'm Richard Whiteley, don't you? And uh, I, I looked up from what I was doing and said, oh, hello, can I help you? And, and he like looked a little bit crestfallen that I didn't go, oh, yeah, Richard Whiteley. <laughs> so you're saying and that's I, Jim Norton? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I went out and removed the petrol cap from his car and showed him how to fasten it again and it gave him the gave him it back and then and then said thank you very much goodbye and I never acknowledged that I knew who he was the entire time <laughs> I just thought hey, you know this is the funnest thing to do sorry 
you feel like you're one of them. Like when you don't acknowledge it, it's like, I yeah. I know like, what you mean by that. And I've definitely experienced yeah. that. Yeah. I, the company I work for, um, we do work all the time. We have a walk-in office and like occasionally we do, I'm not going to get too specific, but we do services that only a couple companies in the entire entire city do. So occasionally we'll have some fucking famous guy come in and, um, it is fun to do the, to put on that, like, uh, you know, like, well, look, here are our options and, um, you know, like not yeah. treat them at all like that. And then yeah. afterwards be like, dude, I can't believe the fucking WBCN guy was here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you well, I, I think it's just the funniest thing to do at the time. That's why I did it. It's like, you just like, if you, I don't want to just be like everybody else. So I just thought, well, I'll, I'll, Especially the look on his face when I didn't acknowledge it right away. I thought, all oh, right, I'm going to keep on not acknowledging it because <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> yeah, they get surprised. Like, yeah. um, okay, so William, so I got a little bit of a, a con- something you're going to react to negatively, and perhaps mm-hmm. we will be at a, um, me and Jeff will have to be at an adversarial stance with you. Okay. Um, but uh, so my friend, uh, one of my friends from the internet, um, sent me a uh, a link earlier um, from uh, I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's uh, the the newspaper website publication, The Forward. It's a Jewish publication, um, and uh, the article that was that was sent to me was. Um, don't forget um, the Jewish an- origins of Antifa. <laughs> um, but uh, so, but anyway, so I just clicked on the link just to check out the article or whatever. Not that it's surprising. Jews and Antifa kind of makes sense. Um, but anyway, so then the next article, though, on the website was something that you will take issue with. Right. Okay. Okay. This is a website on the forward.com, and it says the title of it is. Okay, wait for it. Sorry, this computer isn't the best. Oh, I look like an asshole now, huh? Come on. The title of it is Scott is Gay. <laughs> All right, I can just read it to you. It's on my phone still. Fish and chips, a Sephardic delicacy. What does <laughs> Sephardic mean? It's a, t- it's it's a, a subcategory of Jew. The All Jews right. are trying to steal valor. We are stealing valor over fish and chips over your ass. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. <laughs> hey, listen to this article. Forget the bagels and locks. The most popular Jewish contribution to world cuisine may be, in fact, fish and chips. <laughs> And Motown. <laughs> their website or whatever. No, no, no. This is the same newspaper. I don't even give a shit about the Antifa. This was much funnier to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we're fucking taking, we're stealing fucking fish and chips and pl- planting the fucking the the blue and white flag all over it. You fucking <laughs> bad tooth fuck. <laughs> it says the quintess. What's that, Jeff? No, and involve people, the Sephardic, the, the black Jews, the dark Jews. Yeah, yeah, they're like the Spanish Jews. 
yeah. fucking um, what's it called? The quintessentially British meal is major celebrating a major uh, anniversary this year with the UK's National Federation of Fish Fryers declaring 2010 the 150th anniversary of England's national dish. Wait, I thought the English national dish was fucking curry. <laughs> it wasn't um, no it's not fish and chips is the national dish okay fine fine um, curry's, yeah, curry's like the new national dish if you want to put it that way fair enough um jesus so hang on where's the claim that it's jewish one sec oh i mean there, there are more fish and chip shops in england than there are mcdonald's is. um yeah i believe you um but anyway so Fish and chips, which everyone thinks of as very English, is in fact Sephardic Jewish. Um, <laughs> hang on. This, this is such a fucking... Oh, of course, by the way... Uh, they're trying to claim our fucking deli cuisine. <laughs> wow, this is a pretty fact-light uh, article. <laughs> trying to see this. So do they oh. put salt and vinegar on them? Oh, there's actually a, a historic little reference here. Originally, Western Sephardic Jews settling in England in the 17th century would have prepared fried fish in a manner similar to pescado frito, which is coated in flour, battered fish is coated, blah, 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 and beer, and then it says the rest. Oh, so Spanish Jews made yeah. their own version, I guess, of it, fried fish. Okay. Yeah, but, I mean, fish and chips didn't become popular until, I, I guess, maybe... I don't have the facts at my fingertips, but it's it's a relatively recent okay. phenomenon. I was under the impression it was something that they were frying up while they were building Hadrian's Wall. No, it's a, it's <laughs> like an industrial revolution thing when people okay. started living in when people started living in cities and. So it actually might be a Jewish invention. I thought you were fucking around because it's saying that everywhere here, this Jewish history and its origins are with Sephardic Jews. So do you have a problem well, with that, William? They might have done it. Listen, it's parallel thinking. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> like the fish and chip shop took off in the kind of, I'd say, probably late 19th, early 20th century in mill towns where it was just a, a it was the first fast food where it, you could get a, you know, like an affordable meal that you could eat on the street, and wrapped that in had newspaper. To, yeah, that had nothing to do with Jews. They may well have thought of it beforehand, but it never caught on. They loaned the money to fucking to start the yeah. chip shop. Jews owned sure, newspapers. I'm sure they owned the. I'm sure they own the property that the fish was fried in. Yeah, no, I think no, Jeff, you you just you just nailed it down. They owned all the newspapers, and then that yeah. was allowed. To, yeah. God, that would be a better angle. Than they, that's, how, just, that's how they got you to watch to read their news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're they're brainwashed. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah mate. It, it turns out Palestinians are bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, prick! <laughs> Oi, vey, mate! Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. Dude, um... I was standing out having a piss the other night, actually, on the on this I feel like you guys do this often, by the way. Oh, sorry, sorry, my bad. No, go ahead, Jerry. <laughs> no, go. No, I thought that you, you guys, uh, I feel like you bring up something about Jews in England, and then you fuck him about how Jews were the original... 
Yeah, yeah we're always fucking with each other. That's that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> he calls me a bad toothed fucking retard, and I call him a fat Christ dude. killer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, you're not wrong. Um, <laughs> um, what's it called? Oh, breaking news! It, uh, this episode comes out tomorrow, by the way. But breaking news today: um, the uh, the Berlin patient died. Who's the Berlin patient? Did you, did you guys hear any news about this? It was it was like international news a couple of years ago. Is that, is that the guy that murdered Madeleine McCann? No, I don't know. Well, he might have. I have no idea. But uh, no, he's the guy that they said that they cured AIDS from. Oh, with cancer, right? Yeah. No, no, no. It was AIDS. Oh, but I think they used the form. Oh, yes, like, that's right. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought you were talking about that. Oh, shit. Well, he's died. dead. Oh, of the age? The I don't guy. know. They just said that he's dead at 54. We could look into this if you want. But I guess no, they didn't do a very fucking good job of curing him of AIDS. <laughs> Shit. But he had severe, like, AIDS where it was like a high, it was a stage where he would have been dead. Yeah. And then, because AIDS, I guess that would do the reverse because AIDS kind of, like, makes you weaker and then cancer kind of duplicates your cells um, very fast. So True. It, it kinda, added that to that sequence and the so they, they gave him cancer to cure AIDS it sounds crazy but uh, yeah apparently well clearly I mean you know back when this you guys are probably too young to remember this but when it came out it was very it was a very sort of popular theory that AIDS was punishment by God for homosexuals. I mean, they still said that by the time that I was getting around. And also, and let's it, not forget that, like, that, that, the, the, uh, most of the things they showed us in health class were from the 80s. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> the early my, 80s, when it was all misinformation and shit. My point is, though, that um, if, if something was a punishment from God, maybe the cure for it would be cancer. <laughs> Ask cancer. Yeah, maybe they were maybe they were right you know is what i'm saying <laughs> you're fighting back with yeah you're you're net dividing by zero with with a god's punishments <laughs> i mean maybe my kind deserve it are you are you having a moment or something where you're fi- reflecting you're a gay old elder gay man looking out the window thinking about his life <laughs> passing by <laughs> i'm in a windowless room god damn it <laughs> anyway timothy ray brown died 54 let's see hang on i'm gonna pull up the british state media uh what they have to say about it well this is this tagged warning British state affiliated media. It does not. It says BBC uh, News. It's a very accredited news source. Okay. Um okay, let's see here. Do, 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 do. In 2007. Yeah, so he Oh, he got leukemia. So he got cancer? Hang on. Uh, I think they're saying that coronavirus killed him. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> so this guy. <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. The cancer, the cancer that cured him overtook him. That's what happened. Right. Oh shit! Yeah. So it's like it's like it's like the old woman who swallowed a fly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they should have given him fucking Ebola to beat the cancer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then some COVID to be yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Perhaps he'll die. <laughs> but maybe he would have been dead sooner if they didn't so, get cancer. 
Yeah, maybe. When I have did he no catch idea. When did he catch the bad AIDS and how? Was he... it from taking miles and miles and miles of cock in his ass? <laughs> no, 1995. Oh, he's a late to the party fucking... I know. He must have been a real sloppy party bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bottom being the operative word. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's it called? Um so probably yeah, can't, probably can't give uh, AIDS to cancer. It'd work the same way. As, uh, I think it, it, if it did work, you'd be stuck taking antivirals for the rest of your life, <laughs> even if that was the case. <laughs> That's true. Oh yeah, wait. I was talking before about how commercials commercials have been getting racier. I forgot we get totally sidetracked by some other shit. <laughs> but um, what's it called? So there's this commercial now where it's a um, it's a you know like a like a early twenties guy clearly living at home, and uh, he's coming up the stairs, and uh, his mom and dad are in the closet, uh, like trying to I, I they. They're, I don't know what they're doing. They're doing something with fucking laundry because it's a laundry commercial. And he comes up the stairs and goes, Mom and Dad. And they come out and it appears that they've just been fucking because their clothes are all wrinkled and shit. Yeah. And I was like, is it me or are commercials getting more fucking married with children woo? Yeah, well, there is that. I think they are trying to... I mean, for Christ's sake, I watch In Hot Water and my <laughs> daughter walks in and sees some of this. She, she covers her own eyes and says, Dad, tell me when I can look again. <laughs> but like... Yeah, I don't I, even... I I don't even I'm not to, even clutching I, my pearls either, by the way. I'm not trying to say like, oh, why are they doing these sex commercials? And No, uh, I am actually. I am clutching my pearls because I, I do think it is. A, it's all part of the same thing as, you know making i mean young girls that have a natural tendency to want to dress up like whores and all that anyway because of the hormones but like it is definitely being encouraged and i mean i i know it sounds like QAnon type fucking ridiculous uh bullshit but just because they say it doesn't mean it ain't true and like they're they're definitely normalizing fucking kids and i think that's you know like in, you know it's before we before we know where we are, everywhere is going to be France. <laughs> they fuck kids in France. Oh yeah, dude. They oh, what, yeah. when Roman Polanski got fucking bopped here for fucking uh, uh, ass fucking an un, un, underage unconscious girl. He went to France and they were like, "Ha ha ha! Welcome, yeah. you going to be a national hero." <laughs> Oh, this is your private business. <laughs> <laughs> is this not a not of a Zava concern? <laughs> what was she wearing? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Rosemary's baby, c'est magnifique. <laughs> um, what's it called? Well, I'll, I'll say that on the subject of France. Did you see the French police protest? No. What's going on with them? The French police have all quit. Oh, well, some of them have, anyway. There was a, a, a load of uh, French... Uh, French police really are fucking fascist thugs. They have fucking machine guns. Nice. And Badass, dude. Ours do, too, for what it's worth. Like, just outside of the fucking major train stations, there's guys with yeah. fucking MP5s. Mm, yeah, yeah but, 
big AR-15s and yeah. fucking type of air and shit. Yeah. No, they're bigger yeah. than AR-15s. AR-15s is like a civilian model with a low caliber that like it's meant to maim. Fucking these guys get M16s. This is fucking military surplus shit. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, well, French French police are fucking brutal. They but I think all those muzzies. Well, they they just there was a thing. Uh, all the there was a big sort of. They got like, a lot of cordon, fucking muzzies to, to practice on. Saw a video. On. Saw a video of it. There's a big cordon of of police standing ne- all in riot gear, standing next to the uh, the triumph. And they were all just as as the guy came down the line of them with his camera. They were all just threw, they all just threw the handcuffs on the floor. And uh, it's uh, no more arresting. We're not going to arrest anybody anymore. What was, I think saying, over what, though? Well, I'm not sure because I don't speak French that well. But right. it's, uh, uh, I would imagine it's like, well, we're gonna, if you're going to give a shit for arresting people, yeah, if, you, if, if you're going to give a shit for doing our job, we won't do it. Fuck you. Which I think all, uh, to be, look at it from the police's point of view, I think they should all just do that everywhere. They should all just go, ah, fuck off. Or maybe it's just it. the cops are like, I am retired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want a cigarette. <laughs> I'm too sleepy to eat the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was Caesar Milan. I was going to um, tell you, uh, William, I actually wanted to mention something because, uh, I, you know, I don't really see too many, I don't encounter too many English people. But of the five, you're maybe the fifth or sixth English person I spoke to ever. Right. And uh, the first one I was going to say was actually a religious Jew from right. uh, an English religious Jew. The first one I ever seen. I only saw one, and that was that guy. And it was like maybe ten years ago at, where all these Jews gathered and shit, right. where they would eat for for uh, shops. And so this guy, and see back then, I guess I, I didn't know what I was like seventeen. I didn't know what the word. For some reason, desperation meant. I knew right. what desperate was, but I didn't realize it was. I was just retarded, so I. You still didn't am, conjugate I, the word properly. Right, I didn't conjugate it properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, I was talking to try to relate to him, and I guess he was more English before he was a Jew, even though he had a Yamaha yeah. religious. But I wanted to relate to him, like, oh, English people, that's so cool. You're like the first English person I ever spoke to. And I remember Pink Floyd, and I wanted to make him feel cool. So I was like, hey, by the way, you know, that desperation is the English way. And uh, I thought that was cool. He'd like it. Yeah. But no, he didn't like it. That, uh, <laughs> it pissed him off. What are you talking about, you slag? <laughs> <laughs> you trying to stitch me up like a fucking kipper. Was he, I bet he was from London, because most of them yeah. were. It was real English. He had an English. It didn't have the curly locks, because that. No, no, but he had a yama. I mean, he was clearly religious. Definitely. He was a Ben Jewish. Shapiro Jew. Oh, uh, even yeah, yeah, Ben Shapiro Jew. Yeah, right. suit, the yarmulke, of course, clean shaven. Right. Yeah. 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 I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, no, fat fat with fishy eyes. <laughs> from London. Fuck you. You fucking womble. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, so we were going to talk about Hitler on drugs, dude. Oh, man. Shit. Dude, uh, a pervitine. Pervitine is what... Uh, yeah. It, it was, was that the I, speed I or was that the, was that the opiate? So it was a speed, 
And pervitine at first was just it's straight methamphetamine in yeah. pill form. And then Hitler decided after a while that it wasn't enough. And so then they added cocaine to it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then they almost won the war and then they did it. And I don't know. It was it was. Yeah. I, well, I he, wonder. He fucked him. with the bear, dude. He fucked with the fucking Russian bear. Yeah. 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 That's where he fucked up. And the Russians were doing the opposite. They were drinking. Yeah. And, uh, my grandfather was in the Russian army. He fought World War II, and there were crazy stories where the Russians were drink. They were doing the opposite. The, the, these guys were all met out, seeing everything, and these guys were so drunk that some guys would, when they would like check who would be dead on the battleground after the battle, yeah. some of the guys they kick and they realized we're just knocked out from over drinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like when you, you know, they say if you're in a car wreck, if you're drunk enough, you don't get hurt because you're all relaxed. Right. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it's like that when a tank shell explodes right It next certainly year. gives you some fucking, <laughs> some liquid courage. Oh, yeah. Dude, like, I remember. I yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, that's the only thing they had. It was. Oh, not, yeah, yeah. Had fucking potatoes, man. Fucking vodka. Walking into battle with broomsticks for rifles and fucking rags for shoes. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I remember reading something about how, like, like they would, like, they they basically, like, a certain portion of the Soviet army during World War II were just, they were like, fuck, we're out of guys. Like, all right, free everyone in prison and give them a fucking rifle. Yeah, yeah which is like, can you imagine what kind of guys were showing up on the front then? <laughs> like some fucking serial child rapist just being like, fucking, you do what to do is like, fucking <laughs> out there, fucking, uh, oh man, dude. And then like, I also heard shit like where they where they would send them like to the front, and they'd be like, they'd be like, dude, where's our where's our guns? And they're like. Don't worry, there'll be guns when you get there, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, two guys would have to share one gun. Imagine that. I mean, fighting yeah. over a gun. They, like, send, they would send guys into battle. With, they didn't have enough guns for all the guys, and it would just be, well, when the guy with a gun gets killed, just yeah. you grab his gun, or you grab the German gun. I yeah. think Russians have more better. weapons than Russian weapons from picking them all up. Yeah. Yeah. My, my grandfather was in one of those battalions, <clears throat> the rape, uh, I was going to say the rapist battalion. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there was one, though, for what it's worth. You you joke, but I there was a rape battalion. Battalion yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is how it was, was that the Germans, uh, they raped many people, like 30 oh, yeah. or 40,000, and then the Russians raped like 50,000. They're like, we're trying yeah. to out-rape you. You know, yeah, so. well, there's not, not much to do in the evenings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have Netflix. Right. You raped. They couldn't just watch kids and jerk off. No, <laughs> I mean, rape was just a, a function or feature of war. I mean, come on. Like, you can't. Yeah, yeah it always cool. has been, isn't it? Yeah. It ain't no fun unless the homies get some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking uh yeah dude but yeah that pervitine shit and then like and then oh yeah but the, what was the, the name of the guy who was like Hitler's private private oh, doctor uh, um the fat fucking smelly guy yeah um, yeah he was but he didn't around. shower or something right yeah and all the high ss officers hated him yeah 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 and he always smelled but this, i guess this guy knew like hey i'm hitler's drug dealer no one's gonna fuck yeah. me yeah like yeah. shit, you know, yeah. like drug dealers nowadays, they smell like shit. Yeah, it's like Gary Oldman in True Romance. Yeah, like, it ain't yeah. wet my day, is it? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So yeah, this guy, and he made his own Nazi uniform. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. He made his own SS uniform, and then all the other SS guys were like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" <laughs> yeah, this I, had to, was- I had to step on a child's head to get in this club, and this guy's just fucking selling the boss fucking speed. What the fuck? <laughs> He actually cured Hitler. Hitler had a lot of flatulence. He, he farted a lot, I guess, and because um, yeah. he was a vegetarian, ate soups all the time. So he had all these stomach problems, <clears throat> and and so he asked him, "How can I get rid of this?" And then they they brought this fucking fat fuck. I don't know from where. Yeah. And um, he gave him a pill which had bacteria that was found. Yeah. In uh, a shit and shit shit from soldiers. Oh really? Hurt. That's what they use? I thought it was. I was under the impression it was like a yogurt drink, like a probiotic yogurt. <laughs> uh, they they extracted it from. So they had a bunch of soldiers shit shit for Hitler. They Leave it to Germans to fucking eat shit uh, uh, for, uh, for any fucking reason. By the way, right. <laughs> I mean I, I prefer it straight from the spigot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah fucking um what's it called though yeah um yeah i remember i was i was watching like a short documentary about that book and uh what's it called they were saying that that guy the fat guy again i don't remember his name either we could look well, into it but who gives a shit oh yeah 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 um what's it called he was like a well-to-do like celebrity doctor in berlin yeah. or whatever and then hitler was like was like was like no you're my doctor now and he was like he was like like, honey, I got to take the job. I always wanted yeah. to be part of the Nazi government, dude. <laughs> Even though, like, I think he lost money by being Hitler's per private doctor because he had like a bunch of other like re- like big clients or whatever. And just being all there all the time for Hitler. What? Like, you know, obviously, he's not going to pay as much as more than one person. Am yeah. I misremembering that he got he was one of the first guys to get executed after the Nuremberg trials? This. Really? I thought he got a. I think he died somewhere. They they caught him. He uh, was Hitler on trial and died during the trials. I oh, think. Right, right. Yes. When the when the Americans, I think it was Americans or British. It might have been Americans that caught him, and they said when they caught him, he was just covered just, in shit. Covered <laughs> in shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's been making a sexy time. Oh, my fiala, I need the fascizer. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, he was like smelly, and then that's what they said. He was sweating, and yeah, Hitler even said to him, oh, "Please, this is the last plane out of Germany." He put him on like the last plane, his drug dealer, and yeah. I'm gonna kill myself. I don't got meth anymore. Fuck it, man. I'm, I'm yeah. Else. yeah. Do you guys see that movie Jojo Rabbit? Oh yeah, I just saw it. I actually like that, and I, 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 I walked into it being like, of course, this is just going to be another fucking wham-wham-the-hall. I mean, not to be insensitive, but another, like, wham-wham-the-holocaust movie. But I was, like, surprised at how funny and, and likable they made Hitler. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, he comes <laughs> off as, like, a fucking mythical creature or something, like, <laughs> which I guess in a way he has become. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely a mythical creature. Yeah. There's many versions of the Fuhrer, you know. Like, uh, uh, yeah, another Norm MacDonald bit. Is that, like, no, oh, yeah, his says dog. If, yeah, his dog. Yeah, everybody dog. says that if, if they could travel back in time, they'd go back and kill Hitler. He says, but I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm frightened I'd fall under his spell. <laughs> 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 He's a very charismatic guy. True. Um, so 
us to kill ourselves. But yeah, what was the name of the uh, the opiate drug that he that that he was ended up just taking every day? Like I remember one of the things was he like the, it was right after the the Italians got fucking owned by the English, um, and they were it didn't look like they were going to hold for much longer, and uh, Hitler had a meeting with Mussolini. And Mussolini had walked into the meeting with full intention of leaving the Axis powers and surrendering. But this was the first t- day that Hitler took his special cocktail of like oh. the different drugs. And he was in such a good mood that he was able to convince Mussolini to stay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I should try being in a good mood sometimes. Yeah. Some morphine. You can uh, possibly bring other, um, you know, national fascist powers to their feet or to their <laughs> knees, rather. <laughs> I think he took a. It was definitely morphine he took. In, yeah, uh, it was like morphine and some other fucking something set or ah fuck, I can't remember. Oh, it was like a pre-Percocet kind of drug. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hey, let me see if it's uh, in the fucking. I have the guy. I have the the author's um, Wikipedia page like open. But it doesn't say. We have the technology. If we can rebuild him, dude, Robo Hitler. Yeah, well, the bionic Hitler. No, the bionic by, by Hitler. Steve, yeah, Steve Austin. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve wow, Austin. Wow, wow, wow! It's like the Stone wow, Cold wow, Steve wow, Austin. Wow, wow. <laughs> it's for the wow, new wow, era. Wow, 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 wow. Um, that Hitler, uh, um, the Nazis invade the moon or something. Yeah, yeah, I for, I know that movie too. It's like an '80s horror movie or something. Uh, there's like a new version of it, and they they made a second one. It's so ridiculous. It's like the Hollow Earth theory, and then the Hollow Moon theory, and the Nazis yeah. invade Earth all over. Dude, again. the whole QAnon thing is just a reimagining of Hollow Earth. Except instead of the Nazis being in it, it's actually lizard people from space. Right. I, but on the subject of movies, by the way. Okay, what up? Uh, you, know, you know Club Soda Kenny is? Yes. Yeah. He used to, so uh, he, for the listener, if you don't know, he used to manage Dice and Jim Norton. Yeah. He was like and, his road uh, guy. He was, uh, I think he still is Nor- Norton's road guy. I, uh, uh, I, whatever, but I, he, yeah, fine, maybe. But uh, he's an ex-cop. Uh, anyway, he was, uh, well, if you don't know who he is, this won't be funny, but he was, he was complaining on Twitter about being in a hotel room that didn't have a chair in it, so he had to sit on the bed. <laughs> and it just made me think, wouldn't it be great if the movie uh, Big, instead of starring Tom Hanks, starred Club Soda Kenny... <laughs> <laughs> well, like so, he'd cry on the uh, in the yeah, in the hotel room, <laughs> and he gets to fuck some weird advertiser woman. So, what do you guys make of the whole uh, Tom uh, Tom Hanks is a pedophile thing? Oh, I didn't know he's a. Oh, that's you. Well, no, I mean, oh. I don't. I'm not convinced of it, but I'm open to the idea. I mean, <clears throat> that, that's why they say if it was. That he was like the first person to um, say they had coronavirus. Do you remember that? They're yeah. saying that has something to do with it. And then um, and then also he just uh, recently became a citizen of Greece, which I mean, you know, they wrote the book on boy fucking kids. Those boys, yeah. Open diners, yeah. William, yeah, did I we mean, lose I, you? I oh, know you're I there. Mean, he's, uh, um, I, I don't know what it's based on at all, but I have heard it. 
Well, I mean, that big movie was pretty rapey to kids. Yeah, but he was the kid that was getting raped. Right, I know, but it also had sex between an adult and a child in it. Wait, Well, no, I mean, Tom Hanks is a child in it, and he's a grown-up child. I mean, he's mentally a 13-year-old. Right. And the woman fucks him. And I remember also that scene where like she's he sees her tits and he's like holding them and he has these like he's like <gasps> <laughs> and it's just like so clearly what a fucking kid who saw tits would be like. Yeah, he's a, he's a child in a man's body. But it is a child being yeah. sexed. It's always yeah. the nice guys who end up doing that. Like Bill Cosby, you never expect to do all the raping, I guess. I don't, you know, father, the other father of America. He's like the uncle of America. I think, I think Bill Cosby, much like Michael Jackson, is has not been given a fair hearing here. You know? so you're saying Cosby's innocent? Possibly. I mean, is it just another, it's just another part of the conver- of, of the conspiracy of cops framing innocent black men? That's what I think it is, and, and women lying, women lying, and cops framing black men. I think he's just another. Well, women inno- didn't lie about Michael Jackson. He's you know <laughs> he's got he's uh, you know he's just. I think he's basically incarcerated purely because he's a black man, and uh, you know those. Well, number one, we don't know what those chicks were. We don't know what really happened. We don't know what they were wearing, and <laughs> they knew what they were getting into. <laughs> There's that one woman that looks like a man in a rhino. I don't know how to make. Yeah, she guy. looks like Howard Stern. Yeah, in order to, I mean, you can't make that shit up. Why, why, why her? You know, it had to be he did it. Who would fuck her? I that, mean, that, that, you mean, who's that woman that started the Me Too movement who looks like Ving Rhames? She, yeah, she looks like KRS-One. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know what her name is, and thank God, because she already fucking haunts my nightmares as it is, and I don't want to put a name to that face, but uh, yeah. <laughs> believe him you gotta believe him who else i mean well the howard stern lady i do think was raped by bill cosby because i figured he thought he'd be giving her such a gift to fuck her that she wouldn't care you know it's like oh wow i just got fucked by bill cosby america's dad what a fucking honor you've got to look at the intent there he was trying to do a good thing yeah, you're right. That's what I'm saying. He's innocent. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a misunderstanding. It's like <laughs> Eugene Levy. <laughs> wow. Oh, hang on. How do we do uh, Cosby? Wow. <laughs> I put my Jello pudding pop in her. <laughs> Fucking uh, yeah. Did he even fuck him though, or did he just like jerk off over the feet or something? Uh, no. And in respect, if he did, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think he did. He did. He did, he did flounder on top of them while they were unconscious. Oh, he laid down on top of a lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally. I wouldn't mind if Bill Cosby fucked me at all, and I'd just be. You know, he's giving these girls free drugs. Yeah, you dude. Quaaludes, you know partially because of him, the quaaludes aren't aren't available anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how hard those things are to get hold of? South Africa, you can get them still. Really. Yeah. We'll have to talk yeah. to our friend Des about that. Yeah, we have a hookup in South Africa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we interviewed a very famous journalist from South Africa a few weeks ago. Check out that <laughs> app, listeners. Yeah. 
Although I think it would, he would consider it very untoward if we were like, yo, dude, look <laughs> <laughs> us up with the lewds. <laughs> is it? It's a very good sport, but probably not that good of a sport. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think fucking uh, international drug trafficking good sport. <laughs> no, <laughs> not for the, not even for the bit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've never taken quaaludes. I got, I gotta wonder how that, if they're aren't they kind of similar to taking a zanny? I always ask old people, like, tell me, oh, bro, you don't know. They're always like, you don't know in the 80s, bro. Oh, Everybody's and, in and, coke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do a loot, some coke. And I'm like, how does it feel? I always ask them, how does it feel? Bro, it was like Xanax, coke, some opiates. I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I never took all those yeah. together. You know, it's, um, it's like, I guess, like a sleeping pill, but a Fun sleeping pill. Sure. The Makes you feel uh, fucked up. Yeah. It's yeah. like. Yeah. I guess quaaludes and coke is like bacon and eggs. You know that like bacon and eggs is greater greater than some of the parts. Eggs eggs are nice. Bacon's nice. But you put them both together in the oh, same yeah. mouthful. It's like a, it transcends. Yeah, like, to like, me, to me, dude. I know I don't really care for coke very much, but it's like one of those things where it's like if you want to drive home, you got to do some coke. Yeah. Oh yeah, if you're drunk and you got to get home, you do a few lines of blowing. Yeah, good. I don't even need a few lines. I used to just do like a little fucking, and then we're ready to go, bro. That's true. That's true. A bump, a little key bump. Yeah. 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 And you still kind of feel nice from the drinking. Yeah. And then you you can you can make your mind up. Uh, you know. I can oh, yeah, yeah I can call oh. it a night now. Also, you can, or alternatively, you can drink more. Right. Well, yeah, that's another thing, too, is if I, like, if I was doing one of those things where you start early in the day, and then by the time, like, you end up meeting up with other people, you're like, fuck, I'm wasted right now. Like, what am I going to do? Yeah. Got to do something. What, are you going to go home like a faggot? <laughs> go home to mommy and pee the bed. <laughs> I have peed the bed one time, and I have an illustrious drinking career, and only one bit bed pee. I had a, a, an occasion where I should have peed the bed, but I didn't, and I did damage to my kidneys that lasted for about six months. I was in pain for six months from holding. Wait, so why didn't well, why didn't you get up if you had the choice to not? I was too the bed? drunk to get up. <laughs> oh well, then roll off and then piss. Well, I, I just I couldn't move, but I, I still had control of my bladder. And if I'd have known how bad it was going to be, how painful it would be for so long, I would have just pissed the bed on purpose. Oh, like, you I, those dreams where you think you're pissing. Oh, I did that when I was a kid. I did, yeah. No, I've never had that. Really, it, it feels it feels like you you have a dream where you're pissing in the in the toilet. And it feels, but you feel warmer as it's happening, but you're really pissing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I went to a boarding school and uh, my dad was dying. So was, I, was, I was a bit old to be pissing in the bed, but I was like, you know, those kind of circumstances will make you piss the bed. I used to have these. I don't think I ever pissed the bed at school, though, but I was paranoid about it because I'd been to, a, I stayed at a friend's house down in London uh, when I was about 10, I guess. And I was, that was really the only time, or one of maybe two times, that I pissed the bed at staying at somebody else's house. How fucking embarrassing! Yeah, uh, and um, 
So, like, what, when I was away, but I thought, you know, like, you know how kind kids are. There's no way you can piss the bed at a boarding school and not get oh, a, yeah. and ever live it down, right? You know, you've got no privacy, and you, you're never going to be allowed to forget about it for one minute. So, like, I, you, I would get up in the night to go for a piss, and before, because the time I had pissed my bed a couple of years before, uh, I'd had that dream. I can still remember the dream. I was on a train and I'm pissing in the toilet on a train and I woke up all covered in piss. But the, the uh, I would go and stand at the urinal in the toilets at, at school and slap myself in the face just to make sure it wasn't a dream. <laughs> I was fucking terrified of the idea that I might have pissed to bed. You ever had that with, never did. With, with coming? With like you think you're fucking someone and you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've fucking I've never had a uh fuck every time I've ever dreamed like a sexy dream, it ends before anything fucking happens. Right, me too. I never had the cum dream or whatever. Oh, the wet dream. Yeah, never never came. Oh, I had loads of but I, I had an erection from when I was about ten to when I was about thirty. Oh no, <laughs> erections too, yeah, yeah. Oh that I, I can got, relate to. I was I pretty job at eight years old. And no one believe. I mean, yeah. some people believe me. I mean, I, I, I ostensibly believe you, but I need the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it was uh, it was a girl. It was actually a uncle. It was my uncle in New Jersey's um, family friend's daughter, and we would always meet on uh, New Year's Eve. This wasn't a Mongolian chick. <laughs> no, that was way later. But this was a <laughs> Russian girl, <laughs> right? Okay, oh, Mongolian. Yeah, no, we, no. I was actually seven years old, and see, um, at the time, my brother, who was like eight years older than me, um, he was b- a bad kid, and he would show me porn because I was a bad yeah. kid too. I was seven, but he showed me porn. So you know, later on, he told me how to jerk off and everything. But at the time, I, I didn't know. You know, he was just showing me porn and stuff. And cursing, and so I can curse in front of people, in front of his friends, so they can laugh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they like to use me. So, um, so yeah, me and this girl, so I, I, I kissed her once, and then I said, "Let's go downstairs." And there was a basement with a pool table, and I guess from watching all these porns, I, I just um, repeated everything I saw, and I said, uh, "I said, take your." So you fucked off. her with the pool cue. <laughs> right up the ass. Um, I mean, no, I wish, I wish we didn't get that far, but no, actually, we got pretty far. What happened was, uh, I, I, I saw the, uh, I pulled my dick out, and um, I, I was surprised how hard it was in front of her. I never did this, and I said, uh, she, I, I said, can you touch it? And she said, no, I don't want to touch it. And then I said, uh, oh, can you put it in your mouth? And she said, okay. And oh, wow. <laughs> Good girl. <laughs> yeah, weird. I guess the mouth yeah. was easier and not as invasive. Or she was molested. Maybe. Hopefully. I mean, at the time. Yeah. <laughs> she was right at that moment. Yeah, I was going to say. To, <laughs> make no mistake. She was molested. She was molested. <laughs> I'm proud. No, but um, yeah, she, she uh, put it in her mouth. But she didn't do anything. Like, it was in her mouth, and she didn't, like, suck or use her tongue. Yeah. It was just okay, so maybe she wasn't fully th- – this was the initial incident then, because I think if she yeah. was experienced, she oh, would have known. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> maybe some movement happened because I felt nice. I guess it's a warm area that's hot and yeah. wet around your cock. It's, yeah, it's for the first so, time ever, right. Right. So nice. And I was like, wow, a blowjob. This is crazy. And then she – 
did this for like, I don't know, a minute or two and then let go. I felt like the man. And then I was like, <laughs> let's, let's do the sex now, you know? And her father, whose name was actually funny in Russian, his name was Bachka. It was real weird. <laughs> Even for Russians, so who the fuck names? Whose name is Bachka? Anyways, Bachka comes in, fucking door, we didn't lock it, flies in. On his way down the steps, he pulls his belt out like a Roman <laughs> warrior. This guy, and he just starts beating her like, like as if he knows it was gonna happen. <laughs> and maybe it did happen. Just, and just for me, just like it. You're just like your fucking mother. <laughs> just like your mad whore, your fucking mother. That was only supposed to be for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he just turned. He turned around and he pointed to me and he said, "Mosh." Mosh means actually in a Russian military, it means march. Yeah. He said, Mosh. And he just, and I just fucking went out. And then he told my, it was a whole big thing, a commotion, because they were. Oh, you ruined there. the fucking party. Yeah. And they were going to call the cops. <laughs> oh, no. They were going to call the cops. And they're like, he's seven years old. What are they going to do? You know? And she's six. She was six and a half. That was Jesus seven. fucking wet. Now, yeah, is, like, it, uh, is, it is it illegal to jack off to that memory? <laughs> uh, For you, I, I mean, I, 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 I assure you will not be jacking off to that. <laughs> no, no, no. no. So I, 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 this I, the feeling is gone. If I remembered it, maybe. Right, right, right. Did uh, did we ask you before about your feelings about spicy food? Is it is it gay to eat hot curry? Is what we want to know. Is it gay? Depends how you feel, where you feel. Okay, so it seems like this is new to you. This is new territory. Because <laughs> okay. we ask almost every guest this question. <laughs> is it? Is there supposed to be something? Well, okay, well, we'll get into it. Th- we'll get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my theory on it is that it is gay to eat a really hot curry because when you, you know, it's very enjoyable. Everybody enjoys eating a hot curry. But it's also what they don't talk about is it's also very enjoyable when you shit it out because it kind of hurts, but it feels good, and you can kind of taste it as it's coming out of your <laughs> asshole. <laughs> it's kind of right. You know, it's like so. It's like a sensual, pleasurable, intense experience that you're experiencing through your asshole. So, well, I mean, I'll, I'll grant you maybe actually eating the hot curry isn't gay, but shitting it out is, and you you have to shit it out. If you eat it, so that's my argument is that it's gay to eat hot curry because it gives you a pleasurable, sexy feeling in your asshole. <laughs> I mean, uh, Go. You know, surprisingly, I never get those hot shits. I get yeah, them yeah. over other things, like 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 eating butter and br- like completely non. Do you like spicy food? Yeah, I don't get spicy shits at all. It'll be wow. about some. Yeah, like I'll get spicy shits from other things. But it's never from spicy food. I That's how her. fucking straight you are. It's probably fucking <laughs> It's detecting you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like this answer because I don't think it's gay either. I think it's fucking straight as fuck. Is it gay? Is this gay, actually? How about this? When you have one of those solid shits and yeah. it's halfway out, and then it kind of goes back in, and they kind of like that. Yeah. That's gay, right? That's gay. I can co-sign that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, you need what's... to drink more water. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I don't know about like that. I don't think so. <laughs> but, that, but there is a good feeling when a big, chunky shit Oh, I definitely out. like the that... feeling of having given birth to uh, something. Yeah. You know? yeah, I agree. That, that 
feels good, and that's a big thing in your ass rubbing against your anal walls. I this is my take on it, and I William doesn't accept this. He's still fucking a he's a Freudian nightmare. Let's just leave it at that. But um, what's it called? Uh, no, my thing is, um, it's like we are now living in its in a society. It's a society, people, and um. And you're fact, say, what you're saying is we live in a society. Yes, we live in a society. Carry on. <laughs> um, uh, what's it called? Uh, and here's the thing is we're all so glued to our phones. We're so glued to, you know, like we were just saying before, like targeted ads. We're living in a non-reality state or at least some sort of hyperstition between reality and virtual reality. So what is the one thing that you do solitarily and it only the only thing that stimulates you is something that's already inside your body and is completely natural and not augmented in any way by computers, other people, social media, fucking advertisers, the Jewish banking elite, fucking yeah. <laughs> uh, military, I mean, I- military industrial complex. There's one thing, shitting. So to yeah. feel that is to feel truly human once again and unfettered by the society that we are forced into, not by our own I, choice. I actually, um, in the my early days of being on social media before I, I mean, I've virtually cut it out now. I do the stuff for the show and that's it. But uh, I, I was like a Facebook addict for a while. And uh, one of my, I, I even boomer, subverted, by the way. I, I subverted <laughs> my, well, this was before Twitter even existed. Oh, Instagram. No, but Facebook and, is like the boomer site. Yes, I'm a boomer. Yeah. So they, uh, I used to post, I used to do these cryptic Facebook posts, you know, like chicks do. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, you know, they just put feeling sad because they're fishing for people to go and say, uh. oh, what's the matter? What's the matter, hon? Yeah, but I used to just put a number between one and eight. And uh, I went about a year before I, I told anybody what it was. And it was the Bristol stool scale. Every time I had a shit, I just used to score it on the Bristol school, stool chart <laughs> and just put the number on Facebook and without any explanatory notes. <laughs> so I even, I even took shitting into the cyber realm. Wow, you are just, you are basically feeding fucking Rocco's Basilisk, my friend. But in the days before, we all had computers, right? You used to get the, if somebody ever left their camera out, you know, if somebody left a camera on the table and you wanted to shit, it was absolutely compulsory that you had to oh. just take the camera, right. shit, take a photograph of it, and then put the camera back where you found it. <laughs> Good stuff, dude. You ever take a picture of your dick and put it back? No, my dick's very small. It's, you know, it's not oh, really worth. No, I'm not, no. But still, you got to do your dick. I'm, I'm nothing yeah. Well, yeah, I used to do it at weddings. You know, like uh, there used to be the thing at weddings. Yeah, there with the disposable the, uh, camera. Disposable camera on the table. I would take the camera off oh. every table and go and take a, a picture of a shit with it. <laughs> um. Yeah, dude, fucking. But my dad would love in the beach. My dad taught me. You ever shit in 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 the ocean and the the, the ocean? We were what? just talking about shitting on the ocean a couple episodes ago. Because the, what happens is that the hot, the heat of the shit comes out of your ass, but then the cold of the of the salt water goes <laughs> up your ass, and that <laughs> that that mix is such a pleasant. I, I, I can't wow. explain. It feels wrong, but it feels right. And then your ass is totally clean. There's nothing on your anus. It's amazing. And the shit is floating. And, and it doesn't, 
it floats. Yeah. You can play with it for a while. Yeah, you can tap it. <laughs> tap it it's it's a, like a beach toy for poor kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can all team up together and make a make a fucking pool noodle. Volleyball. <laughs> it does float for you. Yeah. <laughs> of course, we end the show. By the way, talking about shit as fucking always. It, it all leads back to shit at the end of the day. Yeah. All right. Well, you're right. That is the only sort of primal thing we have left. I, I completely stand by that, especially yeah. in this fucking hyper society that we live today. Yeah, I agree. Gotta pay attention to shit. You're right with what you're saying. You know, that's that's the last human, you know, that, that's... Like, even yeah. fucking got ruined by internet dating, porn, fucking... Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, if you get if you ever go to Germany, right? They're really into it. I mean, this is a kind of a hack bit, but th- this is actually true. In Germany, you know, like how a regular toilet has like it's basically a a bowl that funnels down into a pool of water at yes. the bottom, and then there's the, a the Thomas Crapper design. Yeah. So, but in Germany, they don't have them like that. They have like a the the hole oh, and the U bender at the front of the toilet. And most of the toilet is like a porcelain dish, which has which has just got a little bit of water in it, and it flushes from the back. So you shit onto this platform, and then you can look, you can have a good look at your shit and poke through it to see if you've got worms or whatever. And and then you, when you flush the toilet, it whooshes it off this platform. Are you fucking serious? Absolutely, hundred percent. I'm serious as cancer. <laughs> serious as bowel cancer. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I learned something new about these Germans every time, and it's just yeah. what the fuck. Yeah, so, yeah, you know they they're strange people. They really are. I heard they fart at like they 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 flatulate, they fart at the table, and that's considered like sneezing. Like it's very normal i i hear i think they're i think they're right to do that i think fine the table's fine well farting's funny so i mean yeah 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 i mean i fart at the dinner table if it, if i'm in amongst friends oh yeah well, you're a fucking animal if you don't holding yeah. a fart fucking ridiculous i was listening back to an old episode of my old podcast i know very self-indulgent but regardless i was talking i remember we were talking about um how I went to an escape room with one of the other guys on the show, and uh, he had brought a recent girlfriend um, with him to this escape room with us. And I remember men- whispering to my wife during the, the the course of the game, like, "Dude, he's holding in a fart." I was like seeping out of him, but it was like, <laughs> like you know what I mean when you hold a fart and it's just like baking inside of you, and it kind of just oozes out like through osmosis. <laughs> like, yeah. but you can't let it out because. As a girl, you're trying to f- smash fucking like that. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I think you know, like a true alpha male would just let it flow. Yeah, the she'd, Chad she'd fart like, in front of the first date versus yeah. the virgin fart holder. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, shit, that's great. All right, Jeff, what do you want to plug, my friend? Uh, honestly, shit is kind of slow these days, man. I kind of get invited on uh, just random, but um, fuck it, nothing, man. Yeah, hit me up on uh, on the socials. Instagram. Yeah, what's your socials? Jeff Katzman or um, Jeffrey Katzman on uh, on uh, on Facebook. Yeah, man, 
that's about it. All right. Well, we'll yeah. shoot. We'll shoot some fucking uh, links in the uh, in the um, description. Always a fucking blast. You are the fucking you're the goat of all of Brooklyn, my dude. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You guys are great. You guys we look are forward great to hope you hope you come back for another monthly appearance next month. Oh fuck yeah! I will. Awesome. Fuck yeah, man. You're our Brooklyn correspondent, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'll let you know everything. Who's dying? Who will deed on the street? Who fucking got raped? I, let me, let, yeah, I got you. Sounds good. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Um, fucking, uh, fucking. Look, I just became Boston. I tried to try, I tried to uh, get it out of me, but I said fucking. Does it come out yeah. sometimes on it, accident? It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or I'll say like a word that's um, like a like a specifically Boston. Um, like a term or whatever. Like we call um, shop shopping carts. We call them carriages. Nah. <laughs> I don't know. I've had a lot of people say that's weird, but I don't know, whatever. Um, and I say wicked too. I'm guilty of wicked. That's wicked gay, dude. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, www.historyhomos.com. Uh, you can follow us across social media at History Homos Pod. If you want to email us with questions, comments, concerns. Email us at historyhomos at gmail.com. And you can follow me on Instagram at Scott Lizard Abrams. Uh, and William? All rights are property rights. All, bro- all wars are brother wars. Later, homos. <laughs>